Hey everyone, welcome back. Don't worry, I'm here. I hope you guys had an awesome week last week. I had a very eventful week last week. I'm going to get into that in a minute. First off, I just wanted to say that I wish you a wonderful week this week. Okay, and during this episode, I'm going to be having a guest on. So there's going to be an interview in the middle of this episode. So please tune in for that. It's very interesting. I got an incredible human that I'm interviewing, so that's very exciting. So, I had a very eventful week last week, and this is why. So, on the Tuesday, so this is like the day after I recorded my last podcast episode, um, my dog hurt his leg. And, yeah, you take it to the vet and stuff like that. So, my God, my mum's phone, that ringtone is so annoying. Okay. <laughs> That's what that sound was, by the way. Um, so, yeah, my dog had his leg. He wasn't the same. He wasn't walking around as much. He wasn't, like, when I got home from work, he wouldn't, like, come up to me and, like, be excited and stuff. He'd be, like, on his, um, in his basket, like, just sitting there. It, would, it made me very sad, but today, he is so much better, so I got, I got up in the morning, I woke up, I was still in bed, and I heard a scratch on my door, I'm like, is that him? Is he up today? And then, like, I opened my door, and there he is. He was so excited to see me, he's wagging his tail, he, like, I would give him, um, neck scratches because he loves neck scratches and he would lick my hand like that's what he usually did and like that made me very happy because I'm like I got my brother back yes my dog back my dog is my brother because if you listen to my I think I said it in my YouTube videos I think I've said it here too that my dog is my brother because I don't have a human brother and yeah he's a family member so it only makes sense for him my brother so, yeah, there was also something very exciting that happened, something that I'm, like, very proud of. So, where I work, the workplace where I work at, we won the an award, right? It's a big deal. And... Yeah, I am so proud of everyone that works there. Put in so much effort. Our owner, he's put in so much effort. Like, everyone that has a part, like, in, like, where I work, we all put in so much effort. We all earned it. We all deserved it. So, yeah, I'm so proud of, like, I've never worked in a workplace that has won something like that before, so... I was very proud, like, I, like, uh, so excited, um, so, yeah, um, the next thing, so this week, I'm going to the movie today with my elderly neighbour, and, 
my mum, so we're going to go see Halloween. I love Michael Myers, so I'm kind of shitty that it's, like, the last one, but, yeah, I'm actually hoping that it is because they're just getting out of control, you know. They should just stop remaking movies. They should just stop having sequels and sequels and sequels. Just write new storylines, whatever. Like, I'll do it for you. Like, I have some really cool ideas. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm doing that. We're going out to lunch as well. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll get sushi. I love sushi so much. Oh, my God. Also, right, this morning I put on makeup and I'm like, nah, I just don't like it. I don't – I just don't feel it today. So I wipe it all off. I wasted, like, what, five minutes, ten minutes um, taking it off. Well, all together. Um, and then I just put eyeshadow on. It looks so much better. Like, just me, my normal face, yeah, I might have acne and stuff, but it looks better this way than, I, than it did when I had makeup on. I feel better about myself now that I'm not wearing makeup. You know, I don't know why I did that. But, like, I don't know why. I just feel, um, better about myself. So, yeah, I have work. Tomorrow, I'm going to be recording a YouTube video. I don't know what to do yet. I have no idea. I'm thinking of doing a YouTube live, but then no. Um, maybe I should. Sorry, there's racket noise. People are talking. Uh, so, I really want to finish the book that I'm reading, Crushing It. I told you guys this last week, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost finished it, so I really want to finish it by next, by tomorrow, so I can return it tomorrow. Um, yeah, about it. And then I can watch Orange is the New Black. It's the third time I've watched that series. It's so addictive. I love it so much. Um, so, something I wanted to tell you guys is the blonde moment which I tell you every week but for some reason they all happen when I'm at work <laughs> okay so um I was like I don't I don't know how to start it okay so I was doing the dishes right and I had just finished doing the cutlery and someone says well this is like I finished doing the cutlery like 20 minutes ago and someone says oh we need more forks okay the thing is we have more forks more knives than we do forks which makes no sense so yeah um so they come in oh can we have more forks I'm like I just do the cutlery and I'm like, how can you guys be run, have run out of cutlery when I just took it out? And there's hardly anything in, like, the dirty cutlery um, box. So, yeah, there's nothing there. Nothing in there. So I'm like, oh, my God, why? Like, I'm like, why the hell are they already wanting more cut forks when I just look it out and there's hardly anything in the dirty cutlery thing like that can't be possible and then I realized about three minutes ago I put a tray of dirty cutlery through the dishwasher that's why they needed more cutlery because 
container was full three minutes ago and I emptied it and I didn't realize when they asked for more that I had cutlery ready to dry so yeah I hope that made sense let me narrow it down for you so it was full the cutlery bin cutlery whatever it is I emptied it onto the tray put it through the dishwasher three minutes later they come in oh can we have more cutlery I'm like, why do you need more cutlery? I took it out 20 minutes ago. Um, I didn't say it like that. I'm just <laughs> so I'm like, I filled up the drawers 20 minutes ago. Um, and there's hardly anything in the cutlery, the dirty cutlery box. So I don't know how that could be possible. And then, yeah, and then like three minutes later, I realized that I had um cutlery ready to dry and that's why they need more cutlery because yeah I hope that makes sense <laughs> okay um so that's my blonde moment for the week I I last couple of weeks I've been having them weekly so yeah I just wanted to tell you guys something that um I realized last week that I no longer get upset I just can positive so if someone's being really nasty to me, I think, well, yes, you're being nasty to me, but I don't care, because I am positive about myself, I, um, like, I really don't care what you have to say, because I know it's not true, also, like, if I'm getting stressed at work, I no longer get, like, stressed, I no longer get mad or angry or something like that, like, I no longer get angry about anything, because I realise at the end of the day that I can go home, watch my TV shows, and that makes me happy. I hope that made sense, okay? <laughs> so, I also have a new workout that I'm doing for the rest of the year, and that I'm doing another new workout all of next year so I'll tell you guys that at like the last episode of this year so the new workout for the rest of this year is in the morning I do my leg raises so my banded leg raises um I have the heavy band and I do about 10 so I don't know what they're called so you do them in like three directions so this is just like a warm-up thing it doesn't have to hurt or anything so I do it diagonally, vertically, and horizontally. hope that makes sense. I hope you can picture that in your mind, what I'm trying to say. Um, then at night, I do um, these kind of banded um, arm workouts. So I do one um, with my back with the band. I pull it, I don't know how to explain it, so I'm standing up for one of the exercises and my back turned where the band is, so like where the band is attached and I like pull my arms up, out and in and then, well up and down and then I do one sitting down and I'm facing the band, so I pull that towards me and yeah, that's a couple reps and then I do calf raises, so I put my ankle weights on to do calf raises. Then I call this like the 
frog pose. So if a frog was like sitting on its back and it like moved it. It's also kind of like the butterfly. You know the butterfly? I don't know how to explain it. So I have my legs up. Say you're doing, I don't know, the exercise. But you're on your back and you have your knees up. And, like, it's kind of like a half square kind of thing. So you have your legs and it's like a half square. You have your, this band on your legs. And you just, like, move your legs in and out for a couple of times. And then this other exercise is the last one where I just lift one of my legs up with the band. Like, I'm kind of getting that side split kind of thing. Yeah, and I pull it and, yeah. So that is the new workout. Okay. So that's everything that I usually talk to you guys about. Well, along the term lines of that, but let's get into the interview with the incredible, inspirational, and fearless Dr. Nicole Bradford. something I like to ask all my guests is like what are your hobbies what do you like doing in your spare time well I will say for my hobbies I have three amazing children and I say children but they are 25 almost 21 and 19 so for our hobbies we love to travel but we also have um, two that's involved in sports so I tend a lot of football games and I, of course, I'm an, a sideline mom cheerleader. And then also I attend a lot of track meets where I'm a sideline mom cheerleader. So sports events and traveling for college sports have become the hobbies for my pastime. Oh, okay. In Australia, we don't really have like um, leading or, you know, like in high school, like they do in like the United States so it's really interesting hearing about like the differences oh so what um, did you do there instead um we still have sport but we don't um do like um cheerleaders for the um sport so if we're playing rugby league we don't really have cheerleaders for the high school um sports but for like the professional ones they do but we play more like netball soccer stuff like that oh okay yeah cool. yeah so um you are in the process of writing your new book my soul is not for sale can you please give a summary about what that book is about well, yes, the book, My Soul is Not for Sale, is for individuals learning and seeking to understand how it's important to stand for what you believe in and not being willing to compromise your values, your morals, and your integrity. Because especially in our society today, we have so many distractions that's vying for our attention. Um, you look at the social media, um, you see some of the uh, unpopular things that are out there, especially for teenagers and young adults. 
And so this book just kind of focuses on my soul is not for sale. I'm going to do what I believe in. I'm going to stand firm on my values when it comes to the workplace, when it comes to the relationships that I find myself in. And I want to be committed to those relationships and what I believe to be important for myself. Okay, so it's basically being fearless and like standing up for what you believe in. Yeah. And yeah. yeah up for yourself yes most definitely because unfortunately too many of us compromise who we truly are and so we wear a mask around everyone just to fit in so that we can be popular or so that we can be okay around other individuals but we're really not being true to ourselves and um, what I've learned as I've transitioned into the adult world is just that adults are just like little kids you know, being in the field of education for many years, you have where, you know, people feel like, oh, I'm a misfit, I don't fit. Or you also have the individuals that bully you and tease you. Well, that's the same thing that happens when we become adults. It's just the, um, we're just adults in big bodies. And so yeah. as we transition into the adult world, we have to understand that it's important to say, hey, wait a minute, that doesn't work for me. That does not feel good. Therefore, I'm not going to participate. Yeah, I feel like people care more about um, about impressing others and not like impressing themselves. Mm -hmm. Like yes. they um, like when they go by themselves, when they're by themselves, they feel it makes them feel sad, like they're not being true to themselves. Exactly. And yeah, they have to put on this whole act and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you would think that as we mature and um, we grow older that we do less of that, but it's, it's crazy because the more and more I, I go out and I visit with people, I learn that that's just commonplace. For example, I know you asked me about what I do for hobbies. Um, my son, when he was in Little League, I would sit on the sidelines. So of course, I'm one of those outrageous moms. So I would paint my face and I'm cheering and I'm screaming very loud. And I had this mom to come up to me one time and she was like, hey, I hear you cheering for your son. Do you mind cheering for my son? Because I don't want anyone to look at me. And this is an adult. This is an individual that has birthed this child, brought him into the world, but yet I'm more concerned about the individuals around me uh, than the relationship that I have with my child. So I'm going to compromise and I'll just be quiet to fit in. But deep down inside, I want to yell. I want to enjoy myself. I want to have fun with my child, but I don't want anyone looking at me. And so that's, that's a lot of the reason why I came up with Maintain the Flame. Because when we're younger, we come into this world and, you know, we're, we're carefree, we're footloose, we love having fun, we don't care who's watching, and we're just on top of the world. But then we start to change and conform, and it's uncomfortable. And people have to learn to move past that and be who they truly desire to be and build a life that they dream of. Yeah, like you don't have to... Um... I saw this video the other day and it was, you know who Madison Beer is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she um said that um, 
basically if you dress up men assume that you're like down for whatever but you can actually go out and dress up for yourself like it's kind of the same thing you don't have to impress others all the time you impress yourself Mm -hmm. and you know the majority of the time those individuals that you're seeking to impress are not even focused on you and you know they may look at you for the moment or it may be something that's temporary that they you get their attention but after that it's forgotten. And so think about all of the individuals that around you that you have hurt trying to fit in with someone else. And then you have to go home at night. You have to live with yourself. And then you sit there and you contemplate, why did I do that? You know, what did I gain by selling my soul, by being something that I know that I was not just so that I could fit in just for that moment? And so many times we make a temporary a decision for something that's going to last a long time. Yeah. Um, so when you contacted me, you said that you um, have been labeled by others during your lifetime. Can you please explain what kind of impact this has had on you and how you have overcome this? Oh, yes, most definitely. Well, I would say it started very young in my life because I've always been different. And, you know, I I couldn't find my fit. So as a young child, you know, I was outgoing. I had a lot of energy and um, I'm the youngest of six kids. And my mother and father, unfortunately, didn't have the opportunity to finish high school. So out of all the children, I'm the only one that went to college. Well, that in itself caused problems and issues for my family because you don't fit because you think you're better than us. And then it was kind of the same like at at school, you know, because I wasn't the the smartest one, but I was very tenacious and I would always continue and persevere and I'm very persistent for what I want. And so you take that where I've been at times rejected by family because you're different. You don't fit in because, you know, you have an education we don't. And then you transition into your married life where, you know, you have in-laws. And when you move into different families, they, everyone has the expectation of who they want you to be. So we want you to have your, these holidays, or we want you to behave a certain way, or we want you to raise your children and have a marriage in a certain way. And so that was not comfortable and didn't fit there. And then you go into uh, your career. And in the work world, being an administrator and working and being a principal of a school, there are times that you may be asked to do things that, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing. And so those are some times where as even as a teacher and educator, I'm not going to compromise my values and my morals. And so at times I may have been asked, hey, you know, these students, they may not be there all the way, but it's okay if you give them a 70 so that they can pass. Well, that's unacceptable for me. And I have to sit with myself and I have to be okay with myself. And so moving from career, just recently in 2019, I brought my mother and father down to live with us. And I lost my dad in 2021. And I lost my mom just recently in um, April. But arguing with the doctors and, you know, making sure that you're advocating for them because some people begin, oh, where they're old and it doesn't matter and they're on their way out anyway. So why are you fighting so hard to make sure that they're treated right? And so in life, I've learned that when you're trying, it's kind of 
like you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole and you're fighting so hard that I want to fit and I want to fit in and I want you to like me. But then at one point in time, I had to know that you have to be okay with yourself because your perspective and is going to determine where you go in life. So I could not just focus on my family or my career or my in-laws. I had to focus on what makes Nicole happy at the end of the day. And so that's why I continue to encourage others to maintain their flame because the main, the flame that you had in life where you were so excited and you'd listen to your Madonna and you just be on top of the world. You didn't worry about who was watching and what they thought about you. And then we tend to change. Well, I no longer want to change. I don't want to deal with the lies that are spoken into my life or the labels that you're not good enough or the limitations that's placed on me. I have the power to choose and I have the power to live the life that I want to live. Yeah. Like um, being labeled as things can have a psychological impact because if you're labeled as something, it can um, you start believing that you want mm-hmm. you you're being labeled. Yes, yes, it's, yeah. And it's so important that once people put that on you or project that on you, that this is the label that I'm going to give you, that you have the ability to say no, but yeah. you can't do that if you don't know who you are. So that's where you have to do the self-discovery and you have to journal and you have to figure out who am I and what do I deserve? And once you know that for yourself, then you won't accept what other people tell you who you are. Yeah, I um, learned about it during my um, university course. If you, um, if like a kid steals something and you label them as a delinquent, and they're going to believe they're a delinquent and keep doing it. But they can say, no, I'm not a delinquent. It was just a mistake. I'm not going to be labeled as that. That's not who I am. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Because the world and the society will consistently try to tell you who they believe you are. But it's not important what they say to you. It's what you say and believe for yourself. Because yeah. you're getting all of these mixed messages and you have to determine who I'm going to be. And so that's when you create your own narrative for your life. You have to determine, I want this life. These are the goals that I have set. And despite what you may or may not think, this is what I'm going to do with my life. And that's the same for myself, especially in my childhood. Of course, a lot of people thought, well, you know, you're she's not the smartest student or you know, she's not going to go very far in life, but I made the choice to reject what was the labels that were being placed on me so that I could determine the life that I wanted. Yeah, I guess also if you're having um, trouble um, being positive about yourself, you can always um, look up some affirmations on the internet. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's a great idea because positive affirmations, uh, the more that you speak life into your situation, uh, you will not only plant that seed, but you'll begin to believe it and you can refer to it during your difficult times that you're going through in life. But those positive affirmations will help to push you through when you're, you're struggling and in those moments of doubt. Because of course, when you're dealing with distractions, you're going to have doubt. But that's when you have to take a step back and you have to find out your self-worth, but not looking outwardly, looking on the inside. Yeah. At the end of every episode on my podcast, I like to give listeners like a weekly affirmation. So 
something they can think about like if the situation pops up they can think about the affirmation and mm -hmm. then yeah be positive about the situation that's right yes so you have an acronym for the word maintain what does each letter represent well maintain i think it's um it's a word it just keeps you inspired I work with individuals, I do some life coaching, and then I travel a lot, and I do public speaking for different conferences and schools, and being that I worked at a college campus where I was a professor and a vice president of student services, I understand the importance of students identifying strategies for success. So when you talk about maintain, the first letter is mindset making sure that you have a positive mindset despite what's going on around you. So you're going to have to determine in your mind how you are going to deal with a current situation or a circumstance that may come up. So making sure you have a positive mindset is very important. In order for you to maintain your flame, you have to take action. So taking action is making sure that daily you sit down and you write down at least three goals for the day. These are three action steps that I am going to take to create the life that I desire. So you must take action. I stands for intentional. You have to live a life that's intentional. And I say this a lot to parents, especially in the field of education, both in K through 12 and at the university level. Because I think sometimes when you're dealing with your students, even if they're adult students, we think they no longer need us. And you have to be very intentional about the relationship that you have with your students. Uh, for example, we have two kids that are in college and one that graduated about three years ago. But even though they're adults, parents may think, oh, they don't need me to check up on them or they're fine on their own, they're surviving. I have to intentionally make sure that I reach out and make sure that they still know that no matter what happens, you're still going to be in good grace and your parents are gonna be here to support you 110%. So being intentional with your life and intentional with the relationships that you have. The N stands for nurturing. You need to make sure that you take time to nurture yourself. So many times, especially with everything that's going on post pandemic, we're all stressed out, we have a lot of anxiety levels. So you need to take time to nurture yourself. Sometimes when you're on the college campus and you're overwhelmed and it's finals time, don't try to push yourself too far. Take a break, go for a walk, make sure that you are spending some quality time with yourself, meditate, whatever it is that helps to keep you encouraged. Take time to nurture yourself. The next one is for T, time. Time is so important. And I know a lot of us tend to take that for granted, but another reason why I started Maintain the Flame is because in 2018, I lost my sister. Um, it's six of us, she's number five. I lost her just unexpectedly at the age of 48. She had just retired. She had been retired a couple of months and she was coming home from dinner and had a freak car accident. So you don't know the amount of time that you have left on this earth. So make sure that you cherish that, that time and you're investing that quality time into yourself and your goals and your aspirations. A 
The other A touches upon what we talked about a little bit earlier, being authentic. You have got to be authentic with yourself. Don't worry about everyone around you, your peers, um, the expect expectations of everyone else, but being authentic with yourself. An example of this is um, when I was principal on a campus, I had a parent that always said, my child, I want them to be a doctor. This is what I want for them. And the student would always come to me and say, Dr. Bradford, that is not what I want to do. I don't want to study medicine. But they were afraid to talk to their parent. So we had a conversation about authenticity, being who you want to be. So I had several conversations with the parents. And of course, they said, well, this is something that we want. This is for our family. I appreciate your feedback, but we know what's best for our kids. Well, I was able to talk the parents into having a conversation with both myself and the student. We had a very long conversation and the student was able to express herself and she wasn't interested in medicine. She wanted to be a dancer. She wanted to go to Juilliard. And throughout the conversation, it was difficult, but by the end of the year, they were able to support her and understand that this is what she wanted to do. And as I shared with them, you have lived your life. You were able to pursue the things that you wanted to pursue. Stop putting undue pressure and stress on your child because not only is it negatively impacting the child, but it's affecting your relationship with her. So being authentic is very important. That yeah. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I just said, yeah. <laughs> Yes, and the I is for integrity. We live in a world that unfortunately, a lot of people are lacking in this area. We only do things when people are around us or if they're looking, but it's who you are when no one's around that matters. And so making sure you have that integrity so that you can stand for what's right and not just always go along with everyone else. And then the last one is just the end for non-negotiables. You must have, these are my non-negotiables. And, and I always share these, even with my girls. I have two girls and a, and a son. And even with my son, he does have a girlfriend. But when you're dating, you have to come up with your non-negotiables. This is what I will not do. And you have to have standards. And so um, unfortunately, we want to fit in. We want the cute guy. We want them to like us. So we'll compromise things that we know we shouldn't because, hey, I want to be able to tell everyone I'm dating this individual. So set up your non-negotiables in your life, in your relationships, and in your career. So that's maintain. That is such an amazing um, acronym. <laughs> Thank like, you. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely going to keep that in mind. Yes, please do. And make sure that you share it with others around you because there's a lot of pressures out there. And so it's important that we check on our friends and, and our colleagues to make sure that they're okay. But sometimes people don't want to ask for help. So, you know, just to texting that acronym or sharing some of those strategies with them, I think it would definitely make a difference. We never yeah. know what people are going through. Yeah. Do you have any advice for focusing on yourself and not what others think? Yes, my advice that I would have is that you only get to go through this life once. So you have to be audaciously authentic with yourself. 
And that means if you want to go outside and dance in the rain, or, you know, we were at a gas station just recently after my son's football game, and I'm with my oldest daughter, and we're leaving out, and I'm just dancing up a storm, and she's like, mommy, and the, ca the lady at the cash register says, exactly, I feel it. You have to do what brings you joy, because we all are dealing with so much stress, so much anxiety, so much uncertainty, you need to live in the moment. Being present in the moment is so important. When I was younger, I would always have this checklist of this is what I want to do and this is what I want to be when I'm 20. When I'm 25, I have to accomplish the following. It's great to set goals, but don't be in a position where you're not able to celebrate and live in the moment. Enjoy every moment that you have because this journey goes by very fast. Yeah, you gotta live life to the fullest. You can't um care what others think. Life is too short for that. You're right on. And that's why I created this book, One Step is All It Takes. It's a small little journal and it just gives you tidbits of advice to utilize every day. Um, it gives you different topics. For example, on day 16, it talks about you can't understand someone else's pain until you're the one that experiences it. And so it talks about feelings because we always tell people, oh, it's not that bad, get over it. Or, you, you know, you can, you'll push through this, no biggie. And especially when dealing with parents, when you're dealing with teenagers or dealing with individuals in college, you never know the pain that an individual is carrying until you're the one that has to carry it. So what is best for you to do is to be that listening ear, to be that sounding board, and to be that support system for someone else. So one step is all it takes to a better life. Yeah, you can't um, really have an opinion if you haven't mm -hmm. been in their shoes. Correct, that's right. You just gotta um, give them time, you can't say, Oh, just get over it. You have to give them time. You can't mm -hmm. um, be like, oh, this is ridiculous. I don't want to hear this anymore. You got to be there for them. You got to support them. And you have to give them space to have their feelings. Everyone's yeah. entitled to their feelings. And especially when they're on the receiving end, you can't tell them how to feel about a certain situation. They're on the receiving end, they know how it feels. And so it only makes a situation worse when you dismiss someone's feeling and instead of supporting it and giving them a voice. Yeah. Thank you for coming on to my podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited and I love your accent. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and anytime I'm here, um, always feel free to, to reach out. My website is www.maintaintheflame.net. So if there is any coaching or conferences, or if your dean or president's looking for a speaker for an event, feel free to reach out. I'd love to come to Australia. Okay, thank you. Is thank that you so Sorry. Oh, good. Is there anything else you would like to say? 
Well, I would just like to say that I am honored to have the opportunity to visit with you this evening. I know it's daytime there, and I would love to be able to connect with you in the future. But again, thank you. And remember, one step is all it takes and to maintain your flame for life, no matter what you're dealing with. Just give it 24 hours. I promise it's going to get better. Yeah. Would you like to um, promote your social media? Yes. My Instagram page is just maintain the flame. And also, I don't know if you may have seen, but we have had some visitors from Australia. Uh, my husband and I have a little fun TikTok page and it's empty nesters one. We now have all of our children out of the house. And so we're enjoying life and trying to live life to the fullest. So Instagram is maintain the flame and TikTok is empty nesters and the number one. I'll go follow you on TikTok. I already followed you on Instagram. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And I followed you too. I loved your pictures. Oh, thank you. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I know I love talking to her. I found her to be a very fearless and empowering woman and she is such an inspiration to me. Um, please go check out her socials. I'll leave them in the description below and we can get into the weekly affirmation that is something that I do every week. So the weekly affirmation is it is great to be me. Okay. So be yourself. Okay. Pia. Okay. If so how Nicole was saying that this mom came up to her and said I was scared to cheer. Who cares? Just do it, okay? Be yourself. Yell. Scream. Cheer. Um, sing. Dance. Like, no one's watching, okay? Do whatever you want. It is great to be you. Dress how you want. Wear makeup how you want. Create anything that you want, okay? Don't change for anyone. Be yourself, okay? Whenever you think, oh, they're putting me down, because I do this definitely be like, it is great to be me, okay? Don't you ever say that you hate yourself or anything like that or you don't look good enough or whatever. Just think, it is great to be you. You're unique. You're one of a kind, okay? Uh, I love that. Affirmation. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Please leave your voice messages. It can be anything from advice you want me to give, questions, comments stuff anything okay stuff like that just send them in don't be scared they're anonymous okay also enjoy the next week because yeah i told you to <laughs> and you guys will be hearing from me next week bye guys